This is BT Techno, a regular podcast series for financial advisors wanting to remain at the forefront of strategy, regulatory and industry news. Historically, the end of the financial year would always come with a rush. Top-up contributions, getting tax records together, last-minute advice. Thankfully, though, we have seen a move away in more recent times from this last-minute activity with clients realising action sooner is better. Hello and welcome to this week's Techno Podcast. I'm Brian Ashenden and I have the pleasure of leading the BT Technical Services team, a group of qualified individuals who are available to assist you with any advice, technical and strategy-related queries as you plan recommendations for your clients. Now, whilst the end of the financial year does, in some circumstances, mean there is a slight rush to take advantage of opportunities that expire on 30 June. Think of additional contributions to super for tax deductibility, spouse contribution rebates, co-contributions and so on. But for many, the end of the financial year has become the process of actually starting to plan for the new financial year. With new contribution rules coming into play from 1 July 2022, with the removal of the work test for non-concessional contributions and salary sacrifice contributions up until a client's 75th birthday, planning for what can be done in 2022-23 has become important. But perhaps an early word of caution on acting too early. With the current rates of inflation that we've been seeing, it's almost a certainty, without giving you a 100% guarantee, that we will see total super balances, transfer balance caps, and possibly contribution caps index again from the 1st of July 2023. Now, whilst that shouldn't stop clients from contributing where they have the opportunity to do so and to avoid the end of year rush next 30 June, it is something to consider, especially for any bring forward strategy considerations. And on a similar basis, if during the next 12 months, clients are considering retiring and drawing on their superannuation and they have balances that are close to or exceed the transfer balance cap, then we should think about whether delaying the commencement of an income stream until the following financial year will allow them to maximise any benefits in the indexation of the transfer balance cap. Now, of course, this has to be weighed up against the ability to move super into the tax-free retirement phase earlier, but it is important to consider the different options that are available. But all changes from the 1st of July 2022 aren't just about client strategies. There are other considerations for advisors also. Now, the first of these relates to the annual consent processes for clients in ongoing fee arrangements. 30 June 2022 marked the end of the transitional period for when the new consent arrangements kicked in. Now, while during transition, advisors needed to provide existing clients, being those who had entered into an ongoing arrangement before the 1st of July 2021, so whilst they had to provide them with a fee disclosure statement, or FDS, at any stage during transition, Consent was only required prior to the 30th of June 2022. In terms of setting the anniversary date for these clients, the day the FDS was provided determined what that anniversary date would actually be. And it's important to remember that the transitional rules no longer apply for this new financial year. And as you approach the anniversary date set during transition, you'll need to be operating under the new rules. So these new rules require an enhanced FDS to be provided within 60 days of the anniversary date. And importantly, failure to do so could result in a civil penalty under the Corporations Act. The renewal period begins on the client's anniversary date and runs for 120 days. 
The enhanced FDS will require information in relation to the past 12 months, information about the coming year, such as the services the client is entitled to receive and the amount of each ongoing fee, statements about renewing, and any other prescribed information. It's also worth remembering that a 150-day period to the expiry of consent commences on the anniversary day, meaning advisors will need the new consent in place to continue to receive fees. Whilst no doubt as we exit transition and operate under the new rules there will be teething issues, it is also important to understand the rules that product providers will need you to operate under to ensure these arrangements can continue. 1st of July also marks the commencement of the Retirement Income Covenant requirements for APRA regulated superannuation funds. While stopping short of forcing members into certain retirement products, the need for super funds to have a publicly available covenant governing how they support their members in retirement may cause some of your clients to ask, what does this mean for them? Now, the Retirement Income Covenant itself requires the trustees to have a strategy to help retired members achieve and balance three objectives. First, to maximise their retirement income, including drawdowns of capital, for the whole of the retirement period. Second, to manage risks to the sustainability and stability of their retirement income, such as market, longevity and inflation risks. And thirdly, to have some flexible access to savings during retirement. Now, as an advisor, it would be worth understanding the retirement income covenant for the super funds your clients are members of to see how the trustees of those funds will be communicating to their members, your clients, and what this could mean to the advice and plans you have already put in place. And finally, the new financial year will mean we see the resumption of parliamentary activities, with a schedule of sitting dates released and commencing in the last week of July 2022. Now, some of the initial sitting days may be important to see if the government moves to introduce legislation to give effect to some of its election policy announcements, with some of those announcements, such as the lifting of the income cutoff levels for clients to qualify for the Commonwealth Seniors Health Card, announced to have taken effect from the 1st of July 2022. But things are hard to advise on and even harder to implement until the amending legislation has been passed. Now remember, if you have any questions on what I've discussed today or advice strategy questions for your clients, you can call our BT Technical Services team on 1800 655 901 or email the team at technical at You can also join us for our regular fortnightly BT Academy webinar series where we discuss all things technical and regulatory in the financial advice space. An accession is scheduled for midday, Wednesday the 20th of July 2022 when Matt Manning, one of BT's resident technical experts, will be presenting on contribution strategies for 2022-2023. And as mentioned earlier, with the superannuation contribution rules having changed again from the 1st of July 2022, this case study-based session will outline various contribution strategies available during this new financial year, including non-concessional, concessional and other less common types of contributions. To register for this webinar or to view any of our previous webinars which are available on demand, head to www.bt.com.au forward slash professional and follow the links to the BT Academy webinar series. All our webinars also qualify for CPD points. So until next time, bye for now.
BT Tech knows, and now you know. Join us next time to keep ahead of the curve for strategy, regulatory, and industry news. This podcast has been developed for financial advisor use only and provides general information only. It does not take into account any particular individual's objectives, financial situations, or needs.